Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can listen to our Warren Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Warren Radio is on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music and Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. And do not miss the featured posts this week of our in-depth biblical articles and radio shows. Featured on both Warren-USA.com and DanaGlennSmith.com, America by their fruits. The Rising Prophecy Protocol on DanaGlennSmith.com, Patient Endurance and Righteousness, Living Life, Truth and Faith, Light, Judgment and the Word. On Warren-USA.com, Nations Prophecy End Time Battle for the Harvest, Road of Life Intersects with Death, Christian End Time Prophecy Interviews on Classic Warren Radio, and do not miss these Warren Radio episodes for October 18th through the 20th. Wednesday's Advocacy Show, Light of the World, Lawless People, Conversion, Martyr, Advocacy, Persecuted Church. Thursday's Battle Lines, Isaiah's Series, Righteous Salvation, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 193 on Battle Lines. Friday, Sound the Shofar, Kingdom War and the Coming King. Obedience or Rebellion, Part 7. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith. Everything was okay, or so they thought. A truth so unbelievable, it took a miracle to fight back. Don't miss The Rising. And the Rising continues the story of Mac a former black op sniper, and details the takeover of America. And hidden within the storyline of the rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. And you can get your copy of the rising by going to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Ingram, Walmart, Angus & Robertson, and the rising ebook can be found on Google Play. You can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danaglinsmith.com. And while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now, I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yeah, it's a mess. Well, 
Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm thankful to be here. Yeah, it's good to be here. Yes, it is. We have got a cold front. Snow's on its way. So excited. Yeah, that's... Uh, this is the start. It had to happen sometime, and this is right on <laughs> schedule. Because we normally have something like this just before Halloween every year. And so sometimes it's a little earlier before, but it's coming right down to the hour because it's supposed to be snowing on the weekend too, part of it. So wherever you're at today, we hope and pray everything is going well with you and your family. Yes, amen. You are listening to our Gospel News Persecuted Church. This is where we discuss all those things. And we tell you about the ministries that are working on the front lines and cover a lot of stuff. A one-hour show packed with lots of information. And this is a production of the WIBR Warren Radio websites and broadcasts. We are in our 25th year, and we've been doing shows for a long time. So we're glad you joined us. Hang on. We're moving forward. So at any rate, before we get going, you know, we we do over the years, if you look at it, uh, we have covered a lot of different situations that the believers have faced and things like that. And I think that uh, when you see how resilient... You know, both the people that try to work to help the persecuted church and the persecuted church comprising of all those individual Christian believers who find themselves in danger in the midst of spreading the gospel. All of that is... I mean, it's different than being in the West. You know, of course, today, you know, in America... You can get the living daylights beat out of you downtown, you know, uh, New York, Chicago, anywhere in California. You know, you can just be walking on the streets. And so America has turned into an unfriendly place in many areas. America is staggering from the weight of sin, pride, and many other things. And we call America to repent and we call the pastors to stand up because this nation needs to awaken. Amen. And of course, up front, I'm talking about light, judgment, and the word. You know, people hide their sins in darkness. Yes, they do. And there's a lot of reasons for that. But you see, sin is not a problem. Not if you come to the Lord. You confess your sins, follow him and walk in his ways. And he will deliver you from that. Make a way for you. So I can't express enough. When the Lord came, he didn't come to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. From their sins, that is. So seek the Lord Jesus Christ, Yeshua. So this one, light judgment in the word. And uh, whether you're looking for it, it can be seen clearly in the kingdom of men and nations. Because Christianity has those who will carry the cross. Just as our Lord Jesus Christ did. But there is a cost. 
Now in this particular article, we discuss one of those men, a Chinese pastor who, at the time of this writing, he had been imprisoned in China. But at this time, you know, when we wrote the article, we did not know, nor do we know now, when he will be released. And if you get in China, and that's where this pastor, of course, was, you can be in there for a very, very, very long time. And we have had virtual horror stories of how pastors and Christians are being kept against their will just to shut them up. Now, the church he had, now this actually began with the crackdown uh, by Z. And uh, before his crackdown, there were uh, Christians, churches that were allowed there, besides their regular ones. But when he started, you know, they started destroying these churches, and his church was destroyed. And when they destroyed it, they forced his congregation to sign papers in the crackdown. Of course, when you sign it, you're not going to go to the church, but you can't go anyway because it's destroyed. But you can't go anywhere else. They've even gone so far as trying to tell them they can't pray. You can't think about the Lord. You can't do this. You can't do that. Give me a break. If I'm going to think, I'm going to think about the Lord. And if I want to preach about the Lord or teach or speak about him or pray, I'm going to. Amen. There is no power on earth that's going to stop me. Not if I could help it. But see, like if you're you're in China, though, and as Christ said, if you're not willing to carry the cross for Jesus Christ, then you're not worthy of him. It's a heavy, heavy thing to do. Especially when you're in China and there's a cost. And so, there is a heavy toll from imprisonment, torture, and persecution. Now, in America, on the other hand, until recently, there was never a heavy toll of imprisonment and torture and persecution over Christian faith. But it's been coming over political views and various things like that. And uh, America is really beginning to show signs of a change in our society's makeup. Now, our function is a prayer support and doing what we can do and see the persecuted church escape their troubles. For many Christians in the West, the cost of following Christ is something that many have never known. The cost for this particular pastor by the name of Wang Yi was the gospel. The cost, the light of the Lord and his message was viewed as a savor of death to the communist government and it was a threat. And even today, this is the battle. And it's been going on since the coming of the Lord to this earth so long ago. One thing about Wang Yi, though, he did leave a testimony. I'll read that in a moment. And 
you know, he makes it clear where he stands. And like I said, last time we knew he was in prison. This was some time ago. So remember Wang Yi, imprisoned in China for his faith. And so he said the goal, he says, and that is of giving his testimony. Is the disobedience is not to change the world, but to testify about another world. And he has paid a price for his faith. He has made his decision, and there is a cost. Now this is his testimony. Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the eternal living God. He died for sinners and rose to life for us. He is my King and the King of the whole earth, yesterday, today, and forever. I am his servant. I am imprisoned because of this. I will resist in meekness those who resist God. And I will joyfully violate all laws that violate God's laws. Christ's great commission requires us great disobedience. The sign the Lord's servant Wang Yi imprisoned in China for his faith. And I really like that uh, testimony of Wang Yi's. And I have a lot of respect for him and I've never met him. Now, the name of this article is Light, Judgment, and the Word. And you can go to danaglinsmith.com and find it. It's there, and you can read it. But this was written, published, and it was published by myself, Dana Glenn Smith. And when you read it, be sure to have ears to hear. For the Word and the Spirit agree in this. The Son of God died for all men so that they might be saved, but the choice is up to each person. Light, Judgment, and the Word by the watchman Dana G. Smith. In the ministry that we have are worn radio shows, and they're hosted by myself and Tower, who is co-host. We are the WIBR Warren Radio Websites and Ministries, an in-depth biblical teaching, preaching, warning agency in these last days. And all scripture is usually, almost always, King James Version. The work and ministry of the WIBR Warren Radio is about the testimony of Jesus Christ through the faith of Christ by the mercy of God our Father through his grace extended, flowing from the love of God to all people everywhere, commanding everyone to repent. So join with us in this ministry. Go over to our websites. We do have places where you can donate. You can contact us, listen to the shows, read the articles to help spread the message of Jesus Christ and his gospel to the glory of our God and Father. Amen. Again, that's light, judgment, and the word. And you can go to danaglinsmith.com and read that. Now we're over with Barnabas' aid. Talking about the Shepherd's Academy. Now I like this little academy. This is a little academy and it's overseas and, and Barnabas Aid offers it. The Christian Theological Training at Barnabas Aid's Theological and Pastoral Training Program, the Shepherd's Academy, known as TSA. That reminds me of the government stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it continues to grow with over 800 grassroots church leaders from more than 30 countries now registered. 
That's good. Yes, it is. That's because great. Because they get trained, you know, as a pastor and as a worker. And so that's good. Now, this particular theological training at this Shepherd's Academy provides training opportunities for the church leaders in the Global South who often struggle to access formal training or education to support them in their God-given calling as leaders of the church. Pastor Godwill Nakis in Cameroon, he says, The Shepherd's Academy is an answer to my prayers. I've always desired sound theological knowledge while doing my pastoral work, and TSA afforded me the opportunity. Well, thank God. Yeah. Now, they said that their church leaders registered with the Shepherd's Academy. There are about 600, and they're taking short courses and there's a further 200 or studying for an undergraduate degree. Now that's pretty good. Yes, it is. Less than a year ago. Yeah, less than a year ago now. There, there were was, only 400. Yeah. So it's really grew. So they have, they've doubled in yeah. a year. That's amazing. So the programs combined guided self-study and online classes. A format that helps keep the overheads low. And each undergraduate is, student is linked to a link to a local TSA study center. There are now 20 such stu- uh, study centers in 12 countries. Wow. I might never have had this kind of opportunity to study without TSA, continues Pastor Godwill. With the kind of tutorials and tutors we have at TSA compared to the small amount of money we pay as a tuition fee, I can only say we've been favored by God to have TSA. And this yes, is one of the has. reasons that we do support Barnabas Aid and other ministries. And that is to get help and training to those on the front line of the gospel. Anisha, a missionary from South Asia, from a South Asian country, is also grateful for the opportunities afforded her by TSA's program. She says, I praise God for TSA's innovative idea of helping God's servants like me who have not undergone any theological courses. She enthused, adding, I give all glory and honor to my God for the privilege of learning. And again, the Shepherds uh, Academy is part of Barnabas Aid's Oxford Center for Religion and Public Life. We aim to train a new generation of leaders, explains Barnabas International Director, Dr. Patrick Sudaho, who is the Executive Director of the Center for Religion and Public Life. Our mission is to form in them the character and integrity that will give them the foundation to face their challenges and find hope in hopeless situations and counter untruth with truth. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, thank the Lord for that. And you can go to Barnabas Aid and you can donate to the Shepherd's Academy the reference is PR fourteen ninety nine. Go to Barnabas Aid, and you can give to the your gifts can go towards the Shepherd's Academy with at, with look for project PR fourteen ninety nine. And I want to add that uh, Barnabas Aid does not pay us for covering this story. Uh, they don't pay us for telling you where to go to give to them. This is a service entirely by the WIBR Warren Radio. We do this as part of our humanitarian and our Christian outreach to help those who are on the front line with the gospel and those are that are helping 
uh, the persecuted church worldwide. So just remember that when you hear the WIBR Warren Radio. This is a hard issue with us, and we are very careful to make sure that you understand BarnabasAid.org in this story. That's where you need to go, and you can find out more. May God bless you and keep you. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. China's Christian Church. This story comes to us via GodReports.com, and it's by Mark Ellis. He's a partner, a China partner. President Xi Jinping has tightened his grip on the church in China, imposing restrictions that most would find objectionable in the West. Yet God's grip on his church is infinitely stronger, and a living faith is richly evident, even in the registered church. Eric Birkeland's grandparents were missionaries to China for 25 years with China Inland Missions, founded by Hudson Taylor. The family was forced to leave following the Communist Revolution in 1949. Eric's father, Werner, was allowed to re-enter China when it reopened to the West in the 1980s, and by, the ni- by 1991, he made a strategic choice when he launched their ministry, China Partner, to work exclusively with the official registered church. And Eric, who's now the president of China Partner, recounts, When my father started the ministry, he was severely criticized for that. The country is run by the Communist Party, and yet within the system, it's quite remarkable how God is using faithful believers and church leaders and pastors to advance the gospel in their context. And Eric recently visited three cities in China, his first trip since the pandemic. There are about 50,000 different registered churches throughout China. A lot of these pastors have very warm relationships with house church pastors or unregistered church pastors. Many times they work together. A lot of these, their congregants will go to a house church during the week, but then on Sunday they like to be in a church building, and usually those are registered churches. There's a lot of overlay back and forth, Eric notes. And during his time in Shanghai, Eric met with Reverend Wu Wei, the president of the China Christian Council, which shares headquarters and is affiliated with the Three Self-Patriotic Movement. Reverend Wu studied in the U.S., led a Chinese church in Kentucky, and Eric considers him an evangelist. We ask him a lot of questions about the synchronization that Xi Jinping is pushing right now, trying to make all religions more Chinese. They want to make sure that all the people respect and honor Xi Jinping and the party. Reverend Wu explained that his views, that he views this as a positive because it allows them to be more proactive sharing the gospel in a way that is not Western but more Chinese. Reverend Wu said, We know that Christ is the foundation of the church, and salvation to the Chinese people only comes through him. Eric was encouraged by that admission. That was a very key statement for him to make. They, they, so to speak, kowtow to the push of synchronization from the government. But at the same time, and more importantly, they actually, they're actually using it to reach their country for Jesus Christ. They know that salvation only comes through Jesus and through the Word of God and by preaching the Word of God. And you can read more on that by going to GodReports.com. You know, that's encouraging to me too, Dana, because I felt like Woo is suppressing the church with all this, but the way he's it's happening they're furthering the gospel so that's encouraging well it is and there again it's a fine line to walk yes it is but uh you know 
you know, they did mention that these underground churches are working with the regular pastors. So that's a good thing. Yes. And, uh, you know, the bottom line of it is, is that China's going to do what China does. And uh, they are over there, and we are over here. And we've got our own issues. You know, we've had freedom, a lot more freedom than most Chinese have had. You know, America's been the land of the free. We've had churches everywhere. But if you look at America today, with all the churches, with all the great pastors and evangelists that we've had, with all of the preaching of the Word of God in America, America today is found wanting. Sincerely, America needs to repent. America is in grave trouble because of sin and iniquity. Yes, we are. So, you know, the thing of it is, you know, I'm not going to throw stones when I look at what America has done. And the Lord is... God over all the church including Amen. those who are in China and the spirit of God can get there the word of God is there they do have uh, printing Bibles we've got something coming up here we're going to cover about that so there's a lot of misconceptions about China so uh, at any rate now we're talking about persecution.org and uh, this is about a woman and uh, this woman uh, they give them names these are not their original games names rather we call her Haida and her Muslim husband brought home another wife and of course as usual, Haida's life was turned upside down. And of course, she was then viewed as a second-class citizen by her husband because he has a new wife now. Yeah, that's terrible. And so Haida was eventually kicked out of the home with her youngest uh, child. Now, this is in the Middle East. And these Muslims can do these kind of things. And, and these are big issues. So here you are, you have a family, you have a husband, he comes home with another wife and then kicks you out. And so Haida, being without an education or job skills, she turned to menial labor. And uh, she was eventually forced to quit due to her failing health. But that's where persecution.org came in at. And persecution.org, that is their website. But this is International Christian Concern at persecution.org. And so through the support of those that was given, you know, through international Christian concern because of support that they received. They provided her with a small clothing business so she can support herself and her child safely. Thank you, Lord. That's amazing. And so she miraculously asked them to pray for her ex-husband and his new wife. And so they ask, will you join us in lifting them up in prayer so that they will come to know the love of Christ? Thank you for continuing to support believers like Hada, who face dire consequences for their choice to follow Christ. Amen. And this is so gut-wrenching for people. Father, and we pray today for Hida in this yes, article Lord. by International Christian Concern. And she lost her husband her home and everything. But Aww. today, through International Christian Concern, Lord, uh, she has a way to support herself. But she's asked for prayer for her husband and his new wife. I don't know him, but we know that you know him. 
and we pray that you will deal with them and that you will save them both awaken them to your truth yes. in Jesus name yes amen I agree <laughs> you know and then the next one is on Russia and Ukraine I find this interesting because Ukraine always comes up one somewhere or another I always run into Ukraine Biden is always talking about Ukraine and uh, this article comes from Forum 18 now Forum 18 is Forum 18 rather is a ministry uh, it's a non-profit I believe it is they've been we've been uh, aware of Forum 18 for quite a number of years and they operate in the areas over there in Europe uh, what would be normally you know the Iron Curtain along with a few other areas over in the middle of Europe over there uh, and, and they will report on anything that comes their way and so, and this is talking about four men now jailed for refusing to fight in Ukraine. And we've covered this quite a few times. And so they've jailed four men for refusing on religious grounds to go fight in Ukraine. I, you know, and, and we've talked about this before. I don't blame them. Yeah, I don't either. And, and, you know, who knows what's going on? Biden has given them a lot of money, tons of money, all kinds of equipment. And they still haven't won. Uh, not too long ago, Putin, and this is within the last two weeks, came out and said that uh, they destroyed Ukraine's army, that uh, there's nothing left to fight with. But you're not hearing that in the news. No, we're then, not hearing that in the news. So they're I don't know lying to you to keep Nobody really knows what's going on. They, Nobody knows what's happening to the money going over there. I think they're lying to, so that we'll keep supporting Ukraine. And why is there so much money going to them? So they they jailed four men, but here's an example. This was uh, in Vladivost uh, Vladivostok. Uh, they uh, this uh, Baptist entered a prison colony settlement on September 18th and he has a two-year six-month term in Murmansk a contract soldier who is a Pentecostal Christian was given a term of two years and eight months for refusing to kill Ukrainians he's a Pentecostal Christian he doesn't want to kill so he's awaiting his appeal. Now Forum 18 tried to get some more information out of the prosecutors, of course, but they wouldn't say anything. That's because it's better not to say anything in Russia. Courts have sentenced two more Russian Protestants to terms of imprisonment because they refused to fight uh, on religious grounds and they didn't want to go fight in Ukraine. And so they say that soldiers, whether regular or mobilized, have virtually no legal means to avoid deployment to Ukraine on the grounds of conscience, leaving them facing criminal charges for refusing to obey, obey orders. Now see, this is the way Russia does it. You don't have any charge, any choice. But see, if you get back into the 60s when you were drafted in the 50s, uh, you know, when you were drafted, you were drafted. Now, see, I volunteered, but, you know, th there is a difference. And, of course, today we don't really have that issue. But in an article I recently wrote, I, I talked about uh, the fact that during the 60s, and I was in the service in the 60s, you know, we had the Vietnam War, and there was a lot of them that were leaving to go to Canada and other places so they wouldn't be put in prison and the rest of it so in the Baptist Council of Service uh, 
a reservist was called up on the first day of the partial mobilization. This was in 2022. And twice told his commanders that he would not fight in Ukraine as he belongs to a denomination which forbids the use of weapons. Now, I find that interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, here's a denomination that forbid the use of weapons. Now, this would be likened under the Amish and others who uh, don't use violence. They're not going to fight back and kill people or nothing, you know. So that's interesting. That tells you a lot about some of the people that are over there. And uh, he was sentenced to two years and six months. And... Uh, it's too bad. And... Uh, and so military prosecutors claimed that he was uh, a coward. But the judge noted that he had been motivated by his religious belief. So uh, that's a little bit out of an area that you wouldn't normally hear from. Forum 18 is a viable, uh, uh, viable source of news and stuff concerning Christians and other things. Uh, Forum 18 deals not just with Christians, but they deal with uh, Muslims, any kind of a faith, any kind of a thing that is against their rights. So they're they're not a Christian organization. They're more of a humanitarian international organization that covers a lot of different people. So via Forum 18, and you can do a search and find them. But I find that interesting, some of these stories here. You know, that's a long time, two yes, years and is. six months. That's not, I just think that's wrong. You know, that's in Russia. You remember Siberia? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, th this is not a walk in the park. Do they still send people to Siberia? Well, people live in Siberia. I know, I wouldn't. I don't know. That's a horrible yeah. place. Yeah, I wouldn't like it. <laughs> We've seen shows on Siberia. Yeah, we have. People living there. Yeah. Doesn't look fun to me. Yep. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Gaza church strike kills Christians. And this story comes to us uh, via International Christian Concern. Persecution.org. An explosion Thursday night at St. Prophyrus Greek Orthodox Church in Gaza City destroyed the church's assembly hall, injuring and killing dozens of people inside. At least 500 people, including many of Gaza's small Christian minority, have been sheltering in the church since the war began. The explosion killed at least 40 people, including 19 Christians according to preliminary reports. Neither side of the conflict has released a statement claiming responsibility for the attack. Gaza authorities state that it was an Israeli airstrike, while Israel has not yet made a statement at the time of reporting. International Christian Concern continues to monitor the situation as more information becomes known and verified. St. Prophyrus is an ancient church with the church's original site dating to the 5th century AD. It is the largest of the three churches still open in the Gaza Strip and one of the main locations where Gaza's Christian community have been sheltered during the war, believing it to be one of the last safe places in Gaza. The church is administered by the Orthodox Patriarchate of Jerusalem which issued an official statement after the strike on their church in Gaza. Despite the evident targeting of the facilities and shelters of the Orthodox Patriarchate of the Jerusalem and other churches, including the Episcopal Church of Jerusalem Hospital, other schools and social institutions, the Patriarchate, along with the other churches, remain committed to fulfilling its religious and moral duty in providing assistance, support, and refuge to those in need amidst continuous Israeli demands to evacuate these institutions 
of civilians and the pressures exerted on the churches in this regard, the Patriarchate stresses that it will not abandon its religious and humanitarian duties rooted in its Christian values to provide all that is necessary in times of war and peace alike. Wow. That must be a huge church to hold that many people. Well, I was surprised. I really yeah. was to see, you know, these Christians over there. And uh, because... You know, of the Muslims that are there and how radicalized they are. So apparently, they don't do anything to them. But uh, this, this strike did. And that, that's a whole mess because, you know, Hamas are crooks. They're wicked. Yes, they are. It's so we're over uh, in an underground church in the Middle East. It shouldn't be surprising that they're underground in the Middle East. It's true. <laughs> this is global Christian relief. Globalchristianrelief.org. The members of an underground church in the Middle East live among over 300 million Muslims who don't know Jesus Christ. Wow. But the Christian community is actively fighting this staggering figure. Their weapons, courage, and a secret Bible printing press. You know, it's not easy printing an entire Bible. No. And, and I have a lot of respect for these guys. Because there was a time you and I were printing off our own books and folding them and stapling them. You remember that? Yep, I sure do. <laughs> and, you know, it took a long time. You know, we had some made, but... You know, you think of that. You need a printing press. And so I think of Gutenberg. Mm -hmm. So recently, Global Christian Relief sent their team to visit their partners and see the Bible printing press. And they said it was a heart-stirring experience and they were eager, eager to get it out to everybody. Of course, in the area of the world where the printing press is, you know, the Bible is illegal. And so you're going to be printing something that's illegal. That's amazing. You know, isn't that amazing? It is. So the underground church in the Middle East risks it all for the gospel. Bless these people. These fearless believers not only print Bibles in multiple languages. Now see, can you imagine that? Multiple languages. Yeah. So they must have a big church and a big place to do this. But they also put them in the hands of persecuted Christians and Muslim seekers. And so while trekking across rugged frontiers to spread God's word and grow the underground church, they face serious danger. Our friend Omar, a local Christian leader, shares his experience. We get death threats. We face persecution constantly. But we have peace in Jesus. Every day we don't know if, if we will live or die. Our life is in God's hands. I have a lot of respect for that. Yes, amen. Omar knows that despite the risks, delivering God's word into the hands of persecuted believers means everything. That's why this mission is so urgent. Our brothers and sisters in the Middle East desperately need their very own Bible. And, of course, you and I know that newfound Christians need a Bible to learn about the faith. And they need it to discover God's promises and his plans for them. That's it helps them man. to become strong disciple makers, you know, in pursuing the Great Commission. And, of course, you learn how to wield the sword of the Spirit 
as you face people who oppose you. Now they did have a video of it. So we we wanted to bring that little story to you. It, you know, these, you know, it's hard to really talk to people and let them know, you know, that these are real people. You know, they have families and children and they need an income. They need to eat. They, they have so many things. But these pastors go out and risk everything. And yeah. so that's one of the reasons why here at the WIBR Warren Radio, we spend time on a Wednesday night for about an hour. And we tell you about these brethren around the world. And we ask you to pray for them. We ask you, if it's possible, to give to them. I'm not asking you to give to me. Or us. Or our ministry. I'm asking you to give and support these various ministries and these believers they're helping. Because some of them need food and clothing and shelter. The needs are long. So we just urge you, pray for them, help them. Yes, amen. And so now we're, talking about Blarius. This also comes from Forum 18. 18. And I, and I did this on Valerius because not many people know Valerius. But the prime religion is Eastern Orthodoxy. And is that Belarus? And, well, when you get into like Russia, they have the Russian Orthodox Church. This is Eastern Orthodox. You know, this is um, not not the Russian, but it it would be more of uh, in some of the areas where primarily Muslims and things. Uh, Constantinople, for instance, would be in the East, Eastern Orthodox arena. And so, Belarius put in a new religion law. And it's going to have a second reading. And that was on October 11th, some time ago. They had a first reading on the 11th, but not not another one yet. And the new religion law, and, and we've seen India do this. There's a lot of them that do this. And, and, and the whole goal is to get rid of Christianity or stop them. It reached the regime's non-freely elected parliament on September 29th. And that's where they passed the first reading. The draft law was assigned to the Human Rights Ethnic Relations and the Media Commission. Good grief, can you believe that? The Human Rights Ethnic Relations and the Media Commission. So they were going to oversee it. And now, see, here's the restrictions. This is basically why I got this. And so the new religion law continued to require all religious communities to gain state registration before they are allowed to operate, continue to ban the activity of unregistered religious organizations, impose compuls compulsory re-registration with within one year on all registered religious organizations, paralleling earlier demands on political parties and other public associations, impose even tighter registration restrictions and conditions, make extensive and arbitrary use of undefined terms extremism and terrorism, and the ideology of the Belarusian state to justify restricting the exercise of freedom of religion or belief. And so there's quite a few restrictions, as you can see here. 
Now, a Protestant pastor said we look at the new law with caution. It promises nothing good, but it depends on how formally it will be applied. And he noted that endlessly expanding the list of reasons the state could use to liquidate religious communities. If desired, they can be applied to any religious organization. And of course, this, you know, this is connected to the Baptist Union that is trying to operate there. And of course, they, uh, you had to have 20 founders for registering it. And if you didn't, uh, you know, you couldn't have a church. So, at any rate, this just shows you. <laughs> There's a lot of trouble here. Yes, there is. I find that really... There was something something else I was looking at. Well, at any rate, we're coming down to the end. Father, we thank you for these stories and yes, these people. Lord. We ask, Lord, that you would intervene in every case with every individual and every believer. Intervene with the ministries involved, Lord, and help them to have funds to help the persecuted church. Deliver the believers in peril from their enemies. Comfort and strengthen those who are in prison. Make a way for the persecuted church wherever they're at this day. Bless them, Lord, and take care of them in Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us whenever you do. It's always a pleasure to have you here, and we always pray the best for you in Christ Jesus, and may he bless you richly for all you do for him. We so appreciate you, and we love you, and we pray for you. Please pray for your brethren around the world. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And pray for us as we pray for you. And we love you and thank you. Good night, everybody. Don't forget to go to our websites at warn-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. Be sure to read the articles we got there. We got new articles all the time. And read, I mean, listen to the shows. You'll find a truly in-depth place for you to increase, be blessed, and learn. So check out the websites at warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Also check out my new book, The Rising, by Dana Glenn Smith. It's available worldwide, it really is. And my other book is Steal the Darkness. These are prophetic end of days. They're set in America. If you want to know something about America, you get these books. You'll understand a few things. And we want to thank you. May God bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you peace. May he direct your paths and deliver you from all manner of evil. And until next time, this is the Watchman. Tower has signed off, and we thank you for listening. Take care of yourselves and your family. Look to the Lord, for he is coming again. This is the WIBR Warren Radio Ministry, and this is our ministry to and about the persecuted church globally. Good evening, good night, and God bless you. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.